And welcome back to another historic, you know, inspirational, every weekly episode that you want to hear of Homegrown Takes. We got it here first with your boy Lil Speaks and Milski all the way out there in Iowa. Welcome back. Milliman, how's it going? How's it been? You know, it's been a week too long since I've seen you. I know, brother. I think we're at that boring time of sports right now that really this is the biggest thing in the sports world that not only you and me but many of our followers listen to and think about each week you know I mean sure we can try to convince ourselves we care about baseball right now but that's just not true okay I mean any of you guys out there it's just not true right now we'll get there I mean we're gonna chat some baseball today we're gonna chat some ball but uh you know, it's 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 a dry period right now, but, you know, it's good to be back, and uh, I'm excited to kind of dive into what we got today. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it does kind of suck because, you know, summer's like such a hit or miss time, but, you know, I, I was actually talking about this the other day with someone. I feel like fall is such a prime, like like the end of 2022, what we're coming up to, that portion of the year is like the beauty of sports. You know, it's MLB postseason. Oh started the NBA, started the NHL, it's NFL, it's NCAA football, like, like, it's everything. It's like, absolutely amazing. And it just like, I I got something, I got something to throw in there that when you said 2022, I thought you were going to catch it. But that's all right. There's something that you didn't even mention that's that's bigger than all those, in my opinion, and some people's in 2022. And we should be having it right now. But the 2022 FIFA World Cup will be back this fall. And the U.S. men's national team is going to look to go for a Cinderella story out in Qatar this fall. And I'll tell you, if you need an excuse to get out of class in the fall, there it is. Because they'll be playing throughout the day in the fall. Uh, so, you know what? Just, you know, don't think that football season is going to come to an end lightly because here comes the World Cup late November. Hey, you know, I completely forgot about that. And I forgot it's in Qatar. That is going to be sick. That is going to be so That's awesome, nice. honestly. Oh my God. Wait, when do, did the draws already come out or are they? Yeah, they, they're already out. So U S has got England, which is going to be a pretty nutty rivalry. A lot of, a lot of history there, if you will. Uh, then they've got Iran and Wales as well. So a tough group, but it's going to be a fun one. They, they play, uh, over Thanksgiving break, they play the day after Thanksgiving against England. And, mm. you know, man, it's going to be something that it, hopefully my hope is that it can get more people into soccer is that the U S is back into it. Soccer's growing in the world cup or, uh, sorry, soccer's growing in the U S and, uh, it's going to be a fun year. We've got some studs on the team, very young team, very young, young, very inexperienced, young. but, uh, it'll be a good time. We'll talk about it on the pod. Don't worry. We'll get some soccer analysts in here and we'll, we'll chit chat and, you know, Speaks will know his crap by then. You better believe that you won't even oh. tell that he was talking between me and Speaks. He'll know what he's saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be an expert out there. You know, I'm going to be getting calls to be honestly broadcasting the games at that point. You, you, you better be worried if, if I'm calling soccer and I know my shit, the world is screwed. I'm just going to say goes. that right now. Speaks. I'm going to ask you a trivia question and I hope you don't know it, but All we're right. going to revert. We're going to come back to this. We're going to come back to this and you're going to know what is more difficult to score okay. from. Okay. okay. Your options are a free kick. Okay. A corner kick. 
Ooh, okay. Or a penalty kick. All right, you know what? Just going off a limb by pretty much my highest percentage shot in FIFA, I'm going to yeah. have to be completely honest, and I'm going to have to go – I'm going to have to go with PK. I just miss it every time. So, yeah. And I, I don't mind that answer whatsoever. I, I do think if we come back in November, I think we're having a different answer there. I hope. I hope. Damn it. Okay. But this, is, okay. this is a baseline for us to start off. Okay. Of I you. like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. It, it, it's, it's the base level, and I guess it's only uphill from here. So let, I me, like that. let me revert it. Let me put it in basketball terms for you. Okay. A, a corner kicks difficulty to score is about probably a full court shot in basketball. So it's pretty difficult. Okay. It's not mm-hmm. easy. A free kick is probably about a half quarter in basketball. It happens. You see it, but it's not, it's not every game. Mm-hmm. A penalty kick probably gets converted, converted about the same amount, maybe a little bit less than a free throw. So mm-hmm. where you answered, I would have done the complete opposite if the- I but and the, again, we're at it. We found our baseline, and we can we only go up from here. I hope. I I will say it definitely can only be up here because sadly, my second guess was a free kick. I I I just got to be completely honest. You know, I could just be a god at FIFA out here, but I am pretty good at corner kicks. I I just line those babies up, and it just works out every time. I'm usually also you know like a five star team, but you know that's just me. That's my personal opinion that we're gonna base it off of right now i'm fine with that let's let's get the hell out of soccer now and just kind of get this started for the sake of the integrity of this podcast but speaks let's let's jump into the mlb i mean kid we said we talked some ball. update me man let's let's give a little broad update give me some updates on the league that you're thinking about right now well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and it's we, we got to start with the Rockies because I know, you know, Otto was asking us a little bit about it. And I mean, mm-hmm. hell, I, I Denver sports is high right now. And right now there's just a there's a hangover hanging, hanging around in Coors Field like it is. It is historic. I have no clue what's going on. Um, I, I found some actually pretty interesting and quite awful stats that, um, you know, might be a little painful to hear, but. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. So Please. this is the fourth time in franchise history that in a season we've lost seven in a row at home. Fourth time. It's incredible. We're really it's good awesome. We're great at that. We're also great at, we have a franchise losing streak of committing at least one error uh, at home. And that's a 13 game streak. We had that earlier this summer. That was great that's, to hear. That's hard to do. Like that's, that's, that's really incredible. <laughs> and here's the thing is I'm going to stop. I, you know what? Keep going, but I'm impressed with these stats so far. I'm impressed. <laughs> You're going to love this one. All right. This oh, is a boy. good one. At, at the point of June 17th, we had the same number of home runs as we did errors. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> that one, I was like, wow, that's, that's gotta feel we and because we actually we were doing all right with home runs. I didn't I couldn't find the actual number, but I just saw it was dead even. So <clears throat> that's great to hear. And if you're thinking that's maybe awesome. you know we can't get any worse from here, well, you're wrong because currently <laughs> we, we are the oldest team in the MLB with an average age of 29 and a half. So we don't have a great future, you know, looking ahead of us. And our cool. farm system is in like the bottom third Terrible. as well. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. That's awesome. So, That's great. You know, and I think what excites me about that is that if you're going to lose, 
and you're going to be a really crappy ball club for years on end, as we have mm-hmm. been, as we will be. At least find new ways to lose and new ways to be bad. You know, I think if if you tell me we're going to finish this season with more errors than home runs, I think that's a successful season because that's like something that. we can hang our hat on and say, that was really cool. Was it like good? Like, will we be playing in October? No, but no. that was like a talking point. And like, there's not many talking points. So I would say so far right now, like it has not been as bad as a season as we think, just because of how bad we've been, there's plenty like of talking that. points. Yeah, you know, there's plenty. There's still highlights. You know, it might not be a sports center top 10. We can go sports center not top 10. Still be, you know, talked about trending on Twitter for pretty Someone's much. Someone's got to be on the not top 10, right? Yeah. Why not us? Hey, our jerseys look all right, which actually, uh, okay, quickly. Let, let, let me get your take on our new alternate jerseys this year. Let, what, what, what do you think about the, the license plate green jerseys? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be brutally honest. And I've got to take that. Probably some people like some people don't, but for how bad the Rockies have been this year, I mean, and they've been bad, real bad. The jerseys, the third, third style jerseys, that was the worst loss of the season. I mean, they're disgusting. They're just disgusting. I mean, there's no other way to put it besides like, I have to think, half the airs we've committed had to be in those jerseys just because like we're looking at the jerseys, not thinking about them. And we're, we're sailing first base, every routine ground ball. I mean, they're pathetic. We'll, we'll throw them on the socials and let you guys decide if they're good or not. But I mean, they're just pathetic. I, I, I can't, I don't like them. I mean, yeah, I personally would like to hear it. Like the idea behind them was cool. Cause I, I don't know. I'm a big Jersey guy. Sure. I love what the MLB has done. I think like angels have some great looking jerseys. Love Love the Nationals. I thought theirs was good, too, like all the others thirds. But honestly, we have such great jerseys where we just fumbled the bag so hard, and it looks awful. And I would love to hear what our viewers have to think about this, you know, especially the ones who are from Colorado, the ones who aren't. But, yeah, you know, I I think that's a really good way to put it. But, man, it has just been an absolutely rough season. Um, You know, at least some positives that – you know, maybe we could talk about is, um, well, actually I, I have to say, I'm pretty excited. I'm going to the game this Saturday. I'm going to the toilet bowl. We're playing okay. the pirates. It's going to be oh, a interesting be game. Thrilling. Yeah. Let's O'Neal try to Cruz. outair them. Yeah. Oh, that, that could be, that could be, you know, I'm going to keep track. And for everyone, every air we have, I'm just going to kill a beer. So, you know, it, you should update and maybe even go live on the homegrown takes Instagram while you're there with the, with the airs and the home runs, just so everyone can kind of fall around and see like, there's like, there's no way, like people are probably like, you know, we've got like maybe some Cubs fans, some out West teams, like Dodgers, whatnot. So like, they're probably like, there's no way like that stats true. There's no way like some teams can have as many air, but like, no, like that's true. And like, yeah, quite frankly, like I'm impressed and I'm proud of our guys for like making sure that if they're going to lose, they're going to be really good at losing you know i like that i'm gonna let all our viewers see how bad we are but how good at it we are like we're just awesome at losing like we if if there's one thing that we can be the best at in the mlb it's losing like it's gotta just be that yeah yeah so it's great you know here's one thing you know what that's kind of crazy so i would say the nl west with the dodgers and padres and the giants and sure you can throw the diamondbacks in there but best team (laughs) or best division in baseball we're 500 in the division this year. So we're mm. not only, and listen to this, this is, we're not only are we losing a lot, we're losing to really bad teams. We're actually doing 
okay. We're hanging, we're hanging in there with the better teams. But when we play really bad teams, we're like, no, we're going to show you we're much worse than you. Like we are going to out air the crap out of you. Like we might hit a couple nukes, but like, we are going to show you how much worse we are than you. And they're really good at that. Wow. I, I didn't even realize that. I mean, I guess you could say we play to our competition, but that is just horrendous. Like I, I just, I yeah. wish it was the other way. Like, so we could at least, you know, have something to work off of, but there's just no upside from here. This is just no so sad. It's a, as as Otto said, it, it is nothing short of a dumpster fire. I mean, it is it's a disgusting, burning, wrenching dumpster fire. And there's just there's not a whole lot to take out of this. So it's tough. The, the, the biggest highlight they had was when the Stanley Cup came to Coors Field. That was probably the coolest thing that ever happened there in the last seven years. Was the I have to agree. One night. I I, yeah. I completely have to agree. You know, and that's 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 horrible. That is absolutely horrible because you know it's there there there's like I feel like that's the one team in Denver that like every other team you get like a little bit of hope at the beginning of the year. Like there's always that like you know oh they they have a playoff run this year or they have a chance to go all the way or anything. I don't remember the last time it's been like that for the Rockies. Like it has just been absolutely horrendous for as long as I can remember. I mean, what was that since 08 last time we really had a good run? Yeah. Yeah. It's been tough, man. It's, and I think here's what I'll say. The only thing I'll say on a more serious note, not that any else was serious, but is if I had to pick one team in Denver to be really bad, I would probably pick the Rockies only in a sole purpose because like, I can't get into baseball, even if the Rock, if the Rockies were the best team in baseball, I would definitely get into it more, but like, you don't watch as many games. Like you Very sit true. down and watch every Broncos game. And like, if they were the worst team, like that would be so much harder than like it is for the Rockies. Like you could, you don't even have to worry about it past true. like, like seven games after opening day. And then you're kind of like, well, that was really fun. Like we went two and five, like we were actually one and one at one point and we were leading in the ninth of the third game. We blew it. Like you're like, that was actually kind of a cool season instead of getting swept. So like, it's not that bad in my opinion, like just because like what we've known has just been this shitty. Like we went to the world series in 07 and got swept. And then they were like, yeah, we're just going to suck for some time. And like, I think part of it is just like they're done and dusted literally before summer starts that it just like it doesn't hurt anymore it's just like sad and then you're like i hope they find some cool ways to lose which they're doing which is good they're, this they is know really how good to do for that this is yeah this is this is keeping them in the loop you know you still hear about them actually you really shouldn't hear about them but they're they're making sure you do so that's that's good yeah. i like that good on them well, good on them speaks you know, let's, let's, let's be done with them. Cause I'm, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a long Saturday to say the least, but, um, well, well don't, yeah, don't luck. worry. You'll, 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 home you'll safe. Keep, okay. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll keep you updated on live. So, you know, you'll, 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 you'll see how it goes from there. But, okay. um, you know, going back to just the to- bit, all the MLB, um, I got a shout out, you know, Jake Frazier, one of our listeners on the podcast, your team sucks. And when I say our team sucks, <laughs> like your team sucks. The Angels, I don't even know what's going on right now. We actually now have a better record than you. I just checked it today to confirm that. We somehow have a better record than you, and you have two MVPs on your roster. I just want to make Disgusting. you – I just want to put you down while you're at the bottom. So, you know. Let, that's, let me throw in their, their record because when they were – at one point, 
They were 27 and 17. They were looking they were 27 good. 27 and 17. Yeah. They then went on to lose 14 in a row in 19 <laughs> out of the next 22. They were, again, let me, I'm going to just say it again. They were 27 and 17. They are now 38 and 49. They won 11 out of their next 43 games. Wow. After being wow. 10 over. I don't know. I don't even, like, that's impressive. Like, they're yeah. bad and we're bad, but those are both two really impressively bad teams. And, like, <laughs> the Angels and the Rockies fans, for being that bad, have to be just, like, excited to watch every night, just thinking, like, what are they going to do tonight? Like, how are they going to lose? Like, though, like I would love if we could just, like, scrap the season and those two teams just play every night for the rest of the season. And, like, it doesn't go towards this, like, record. They just play the entire rest of the season just for, like, the sake of the MLB. Like, imagine the ratings they would get. I literally, that might be the only way to save the MLB because that would just be exciting. Like, you have no idea what's going to happen. There's going to be nights where we're going to set records for home runs. At the same time, we're going to set records for strikeouts and airs. There's going to be times yeah. where we're going to pull pitchers left and right. Oh my God. This, I, I just have to say, I don't, I don't even, I hate it now too, because like, there's no more like perfect games. Like who was it? It was the Dodgers. I've been watching a ton. They, they pull their pitchers so much. And that's like the other frustrating thing to watch is like, it's just all stats now. And it's like that, that just makes it even harder to really get into. Cause it's like, you, you want to enjoy the game. You want to see the highs and the lows. And then it's like, I know like the Giants manager too. He's all about stats. Like that that's just something that's just definitely ruined it. But hey, you want you you want to hear a good note that maybe may, may make some of the older people feel good is um Albert Pujols is in the home run derby. Oh, look at that. There's some there's a shining light. Do you think he do you think I bet okay, sorry. I had a moment there, but let me say this. Okay. Take it again. Over under if I set the over under for Albert Pujols home runs at four and a half, what do you think oh. he would take? Dude, that's pretty high. Can, can I, can I, that's generous. That's very, very generous. It's in LA too. I mean, down at sea mm-hmm. level, that's not, ball's not going to be traveling like it did last year at course. I mean, you know, I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get my first paycheck. I'm going to put all of it. On the over for one hope that he does win it all. And that's the only reason I believe I'm putting him to win it all. I think he's got it. Sure. I think he's got the talent. I think he's got the history. He's got the gut for it. He's got a big gut too. And I love it. I'm yeah. taking I'm taking the over just for that reason. You know, I think it's I think he's got that angel's blood in him still when he comes there and he's going to be not only under the four and a half, but he's going to be on his fourth one and then injure himself and be disqualified. So again, just finding new ways to be bad. And I think, I think just that's something that's why I take the under, but if he can stay injury free, I think I'd probably take the over, but I, I think he's going to find a new way to lose the four and a half. I mean, I, I completely agree. I, I, I had my notes too, that just, the little extra fuck you to all the angels fans that that's the only angel you can be proud of at the moment right now and he's just not even on the team (laughs) (laughs) oh that's sad uh well what what else is surprising you out there what are are some other teams that are shocking you maybe some teams you didn't think were going to be good maybe some teams you thought were going to be good and aren't aren't performing I'll, i'll start off if you don't mind 
to, to just kind of help out my boys out here. I got some White Sox fans, but I mean, the White Sox had some pretty high expectations. And they my did. poor buddy Jake Via is just, he's down in the dumps on him, man. I mean, that kid's <laughs> Twitter is just depressing. I mean, the White Sox have had some bad injuries, and I got to say, they are not in a good spot right now. That being said, they are also playing in probably the worst division in baseball where the Twins are eight games over 500 and in first place. So the White Sox are only six games out. We're, we're heading near the All-Star break. I mean, I think if you're within like 10 games of the playoffs and you're not like just a horrible organization like the Rockies, you've got a chance. And like the White Sox are only three and a half out of the wild card. So I just it's more just shocking. They've probably had some bad injuries, a lot more than I can count, but – I thought they were going to be a team that was going to kind of sweep through the AL, honestly. Yeah, no, honestly, I think that's completely fair. I remember actually, I was listening back to our episode last year to just hear what we had to say. You were, you were big on the White Sox and I, I, yeah. I like, I like you riding with them. You know, I still think there's a chance. I, I don't know. I don't know how any of your boys feel about that um, take, you know, so far, but I still think, I still think it's very possible. I like them. Um, I think it could be pretty interesting. But I think regardless, uh, for me, at least one thing that I was looking at, and I mean, you're, you're not going to like this at all because it's just staying true to the team, the city you, you hate the most. Tell. I'm not going to like this. They started off horrible, and they made one of the best turnarounds, you have to say. I, I, I'm Stop. loving the Red Sox. I'm, I'm loving Stop. the way it's going. <laughs> I knew where this is going from the get-go. Hey, hey, you know, you know, I still got a little Boston blood in me and hey, they're right now they're looking pretty good. Like, fuck the Yankees. I, I don't I don't care about whoever this, you know, massive judge guy is, whoever he thinks he is MVP front runner, whatever, you know, I, I still think the Red Sox got it. They got Chris Sale back pretty recently. And uh, I think that is one of the tougher divisions you got to make it out of. But um. I think I think you know it's a very historied city, and I think uh, this this could be another year for them. That's that that's that's my joy because you know I enjoy going to see some of the Boston blood go through, and I would love to see the Yankees go down just because I hate every single Yankees fan that I've met. Sure, sure. I mean, I gotta say this. I mean, you know. Fuck you, quite honestly. I'm not, I I just hate Boston teams, man. I mean, I'm sorry. But I I I hate New York teams less than I do Boston teams. So less. you know, the Bronx Bombers bring bring them to you. Yeah, less. Sorry. The or no. I hate New York teams less than I do. Yes. Boston fans. Yes. Wow. I uh, I, just, I just had to make sure you said that right. Bring me, yeah. Sorry, thank you for checking. But yes, bring me the Bronx Bombers, man, and 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 let them roll through the AL if that means that the Red Sox aren't going. I'd prefer they both go out a little early, but that doesn't look likely. I would have to probably guess we're getting one of those two teams in the World Series. And in Boston is like eight games behind the Yankees or something like that. It's It might even be more, and yet they're still the top wild card spot. So that just goes to show how good the Yankees have been so far. But, yeah, you know, it's tough for a team to stay that hot the entire season and through the postseason, but Agreed. we'll see. Another, another one I will say, just looking more at the rankings right now, you know, your, your personal favorite from a couple years ago, you love them cheaters out in Houston. They're, they're still looking strong. They're looking great, I man. 
Just wait till we get to the playoff predictions, man. I've got something that's going to rile you up even more. I mean, they're 12 games ahead of – they've been, a, been a, in a pretty bad division, to at least, say the least. I mean, the, the freaking Angels are in their division, to say the least. So you can only imagine how bad it is. It's fun baseball to watch, but it's bad baseball, Jake. It's bad baseball. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not going to like what I have to say about Houston. And you know what? I, I think America is – as Stephen A. Smith once said, it's the land of the free and, and people deserve second chances, maybe third or fourth. I don't know. Depending on how many you want to give the Astros, sign me up because they're a good ball club and they're, and they're made up of guys that just want to go play some baseball. And they made wow. some mistakes. They made, they made some mistakes. I will, I will admit that. I don't, I don't know how you just did that, but that motivation you just gave me, one, I want to run through a brick wall after that Stephen A drop i absolutely love that yeah, and two like yeah. that you know what it did i'll, I'll hop on right now if, if, if this is if this is where you fully believe i i will buy in with you it's a bit early right now but i i, I can hop on the bandwagon i, I believe that's you, fair for right now we're yet to make our claim for a certain team to represent this podcast and and we're gonna make plenty in each in each division but it we're edging closer to this being an Astros podcast where I, we just support the Astros and our guests that come on are going to have to accept that. It doesn't need to be political or whatsoever, but this no. is an Astros podcast right now, right now, like today, we're it's an Astros it. we're claiming podcast. It. We we're claiming it. Yes. H town is coming to Denver somehow. And for we're, everyone who's about to be pissed, it sucks to be you. Do you like, like, yeah. do you see what we're making yeah. right now? There, this is about to be history of what Houston's going to do. They, they are going to do something that you have never seen before. And yeah. if you think the angels are going to stop them, Oh my God, you are just so wrong. You're, you're kidding yourself. I have no clue why we, we just completely established that we are now a Houston Astros podcast. Yeah. You know what? It feels good. You know, here's what I'd say, and I'm going to compare it to the Rockies because I still still have them in my heart, but I'd rather have a team that got the guts to do something so unmoral that Houston did, but still to try to win. Unlike the Rockies, those pansies over there that, I mean, just my God, I mean, they, they wouldn't, you know, steal a pack of gum if it, if it got them to win a ball game. I mean, oh, those no. guys just don't want it. They don't want it. The Astros. Yeah. Maybe they want it too much. Maybe they cheated. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Nobody I knows. Do, but maybe. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> but you know what? At least we can say they wanted it. That's that's all. I would love that. I would love to be able to say that about the Rockies. All I know is they want is they want it to be October so they can go home, be done with this season. They just want to go watch football. I I'm ready to be done yeah. with it. I like it. Let Let's claim them. I, I I'm very much on board with that, Miller. This is an Astros podcast. Get on or get off. Choose now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We might not have uh, anyone listening after this, but that, that's yeah, all right. We... Um, let's let's move to the NL. Um, we haven't talked about the NL a lot. Um, you know, for a while it looked like, and it still kind of does, we might be getting a Subway series in, in, the, in the pennant, and that would be something kind of crazy to see two New York teams going after it. The Mets have put together a heck of a season so far. Pete Alonze is making a case for – you know, his, his season, uh, right now. And I gotta be honest, most ribbies in the, in the league right now, it's not really close. Um, so 
they're a shocking team for, for me. I didn't see them going to be doing that much. Francisco Lindor is a heck of a pickup, but, uh, I mean, now he's, you, know, you think, you think that's shocking? Yeah. Though? You, you didn't think they were going to be that know. good at the beginning. I just, I don't know what to think about that division in general. I just kind of thought Atlanta was going to be much better and knowing that Philly's there, like I thought Philly might break through. So I don't know. I guess I didn't, I, I'm not surprised to see the Mets doing well, but this well, I mean, second best team in the NL behind the Dodgers. So I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I don't hate it. Like I said, I, I hate New York teams less than I hate Boston teams. So I don't hate it. I mean, I'm sure you're probably more a Mets fan than a Yankees fan. Very much so. I'm I'm very on board with it. I think Lindor, Are, I think Lindor here's, is balling. Here's the, here's the next question. Are we also a Mets podcast or are we just are we just an Astros podcast right now? Because I right. want to stay loyal to the Astros too. We I, I was gonna say I think I think we're we're pushing it a little too much. You know, the, the Astros is perfect. You know, they're they they show everything that the Rockies don't. Like the Mets have sucked mm-hmm. before. They have absolutely sucked and they're showing a lot of promise. We just want to stay as far away from anything close to the Rockies that we can. Sure. So I think we we got we gotta stay loyal to our Astros out there. I think we just gotta stay there. But okay. I like the Mets. I like the Mets. I like the Mets too. If if the Astros cheat again but they continue to win while they cheat. We'll still probably stay Astros. We're going to be upset. If they lose. Yes. It's yeah. It's like a discipline. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed type thing. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, we're just going straight to the guardians actually from there, just skipping over everyone. Yeah, no, I'm totally, let's get the hell out of there. Let's get the (laughs) hell out of Texas. <laughs> I'm all in on the Guardians, man. <laughs> Let me ask you this: totally, totally random, but what's new team name is better, the Cleveland Ooh, Guardians like or the Washington Commanders? Oh God, wow! And that is <laughs> that is a tough question. Yeah. Oh my God. Because they're both bad. They're they're, both they're, bad. they're horrible. I, oh my God. All right, all right. The, here, here's what I'm gonna start with. I'm because they both sound like little league teams. Like you literally can't yes. go worse than there. Like it is just awful. The reason I'm going to have to put the guardians over the commanders is because Washington has now changed their team. Like for the past three years, their, their merch, their jerseys, everything is just all over the place. Their organization is absolutely in shambles, maybe more than the Rockies at this point. But the thing about the guardians and mm. eh, that's true. The thing about the Guardians is even at this point, at the beginning of the season, they were starting to look promising. And I remember hearing their name on TV. It's like the Guardians yeah. are doing all right. It was it, it, it was it may have just been me, but it felt natural. You know, just just the way they set it off their tongue. It flowed. It, it, it was it was good until they started sucking and then it fit even better. And that's when I realized yeah. that it is also a horrible name, but I'm still going to have to put them above the commanders because I just really think. I, I hate yeah. the commanders. I just, I hate that name. The commanders, the commanders is pathetic. I mean, could have came up with something better as an eighth grader. And I probably did, but you know what I'll say about the guardians is them being from Cleveland. You almost expected a lot worse. You expected something that was going to be very Cleveland esque renaming. It was going to be something that did not need to be done. And it was just pathetic. This is, this is bad. I mean, again, but here's, here's, you asked me this. I mean, Maybe we ask, maybe we ask our fans, but like, what do you name them? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I name them. I wouldn't, I sure as hell wouldn't call them the guardians. 
No, but anything better. Maybe than the that. Astros, something like that. The Astros. That was, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, we could be Double Astros podcast. Ah, they see. This is why we should be making these decisions out here. Like, this is why there was a lockout. Like, if if we were in charge, yeah, everything would be much better. Yeah, yeah. Just one of those things we have to fight off. Um. All right. Let's let's. Uh. You got anything else for the league? You want to maybe do playoff predictions? Yeah. Maybe we see do. who who are we taking to go a while? Maybe who we're gonna win it? I. You know. I. I don't have. I don't have anything too normal because, you know, I like being crazy out here. But, um, you know, I got to – where, where do we want to start? Let's go, let's go American League, okay? So, okay. obviously, you know, coming, coming out of it, I'm, I'm just skipping through everything right now. I still yeah. have the Cleveland Ash – no, I'm kidding. I still have <laughs> – <laughs> I have my Red Sox. And I think I think it's gonna be very interesting. I just really love their pitching. I think when it comes down to the postseason, that's something that you know they just have a little more depth on. Um, I genuinely do think the Astros have a chance to um, shut them down, and even the White Sox. You know, I like that take, but I'm just gonna do anything to say that the Yankees are losing early, and it's gonna be a shock to everyone. I'm just gonna put it out there right now. It's not going to be what people like. It's not going to, it's going to be true. It's I'm, I'm, I hate to, I hate to say sorry about it, but it's going to be, I think in the American AL finals, I think it's going to be Boston versus the Astros. And to just stay loyal at this point, coming out of the AL, we got to go with Houston. You know, they're just too versatile. You know, they, they have, yeah. they have these signals that no one's ever seen before. Um, yeah. generally They're doing though, the game a little bit differently it seems they do no from no, an outside no one, point of view it, the opponents have no idea how to handle it it's just it's yeah it's out there it's very new and modern not super accepted yet we'll get there but i i firmly believe it's going to be a red Sox astros final and i'm still i i i from from what i said earlier i know it's against my loyalty i'm going red Sox coming out of the al sure yeah, love it. Um, so I've got, I've got the Astros in the ALCS, but they are they're they're facing the Yankees. I think the Yankees are gonna go and they're gonna get there. The Yankees are gonna win the AL, so they'll just need to win one series to get there. I think they do. I unfortunately think our Astros cheat or skate by the uh, the Red Sox, and I originally you know and I will be honest, I originally had the Yankees winning that thinking about it now, thinking about the tools the Astros have, you know, on their team and outside their team, I think the Astros are going to win. So I've got the Astros winning the AL as well, you know, and this, and is part of that because this is an Astros podcast, maybe is part of it because I think that they are better cheaters than most other teams. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Astros to get to the, get to the world series. You know, if it was any other team, I'd be quite upset. But this is our podcast now. This is this our team. Is our we we got to yes. ride with them. It's it's Tell it's, you it's happening. Speaks. If the Astros go to the World Series, we will we will buy jerseys. We will buy Astros jerseys. 
and we we will bet on the Astros to win the World Series. And if they do, we will we will then buy a jersey for one of our lucky fans. So I, so maybe we get some Astros people on the bandwagon. There we go. See, not how how can you not want a free Astros jersey? We we're already yes. getting one. We we bought in. Now it's your turn. Yeah. It's 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 Imagine so simple. The type of reception you would get for wearing an Astros jersey around town, especially oh from God. the baseball people. They're like, "Wow, like impressive. Like it I is, I didn't see that coming." Yeah, it, it it would just be a lack of disrespect, you know. Like quite honestly, yeah. I yes, <laughs> I, I something like that, fun though. to wear to a Rockies game, if you will. <laughs> you know, and I think I think everyone would love it too. You know, it's again better than the Rockies creates conversation which is what we want as a human race so okay let's let's jump over to the nl uh i'll i'll start i've got just a clean sweep getting to the nlcs the dodgers and i think they're too good um but i've got a pick that i don't know might surprise you might say wow i have them too you know i've got the st louis cardinals getting there Mm. and i think the cardinals and the brewers are kind of neck and neck right now i think the cardinals are going to get to the playoffs. I think they're going to take someone down like San Diego, mm. New York. I think they take down the Mets and I think mm. they end up playing the Dodgers and I I've got the Cardinals beating them. I think the Dodgers kind of curse kind of comes over them a little bit. So I've got the Cardinals and I've got the Astros in the world series. Wow. I quite honestly, I love that. I, I I really love that. It hurts too, especially right now. Nolan is cooking. He he yeah, is he looking is. good. And that that infield too. I, I, I think the Cardinals right now, they they've got something going for him. I'm not gonna lie. I, I had the Brewers um, you know, taking that spot too. I thought I thought the Brewers looked pretty good. Um they do. I, I don't think they have the tools to beat the Dodgers. I think I, I actually really like that that uh Cardinals pick. I was just going to kind of go, you know, a little, a little boring with it and say I was going to go Mets, uh, Mets, Dodgers, NLCS. But um, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go. I, I, I like your pick. I'm riding with you. And we're going to have a Cardinals Astros World Series. I like that. I'd, lo- I'd love to know. I'm going to I'm going to say it live. I'm going to go look up what what the Astros to make the World Series is parlayed with the Cardinals to make the World Series. And that's just I mean that right there is something out of the storybook. But yeah. you tell tell me this, who's who's winning it all then speaks? I mean, I think like I've said, our Astros seem to have the pieces and you know, you can define pieces however you want. You know, pieces comes in a lot of different forms for a lot of different people. And you know, something True. that I've learned especially in the past 20 minutes here is that when you break it down into which team is championship caliber, I think you just got to go with the Astros. They have everything you need. You know, they've been there before. They've taken the hate. They know how to take the hate. They know how to take the love and the hate. They know every single part of the game right now that, you know, the Cardinals are looking good. They're looking a little, you know, spicy, dark horse-esque, but I, I think we got to just go with the Astros to win it all. I think the, the, the only concern that you have is will the Astros get caught? They got to be stealing good. second base. 
get caught stealing second base, you know, <laughs> not anything else, but get caught stealing. So, uh, you know, and not stealing signs as some people no, say, but caught no. stealing second base. Yeah, and if yeah. they caught stealing second base enough, you have to think then the Cardinals are probably going to outpitch them. They're going to, yeah. yeah. So could be a close one. I, could be a close one. I will say the Astros, but it okay. all depends on if they get caught. Stealing yeah. second base. Second base. Yes. Stealing second base. Okay. 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 But should they, be fun. Should be fun. Oh, yes. Do you want to? Yeah. Let's hear the odds. Let, let, let's hear. They, these, these could pay for our tickets to go. Heck, oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, a simple $5 bet for an Astros Cardinals World Series on July 12th. Mm-hmm. $275 payout. Yeah, seems seems like the gamble worth taking. So for any of our newly admitted Astro fans, we are taking donations. And yes. we would absolutely, you know, if 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 you care to donate, you know, a little extra and join us on this adventure, please feel free. Any any donation helps. But just letting you know that if you don't hop on right now, we we won't take no. it personal. Yeah. We're just we're we'll just be at the top looking down. And we won't take them later when they when they are good and they're going because we don't like cheaters. No, and no, it, I I hate. We cheaters. don't accept cheaters, especially as Astros fans. We're not going to accept any cheaters jumping on the band. So it just that, it just doesn't it's feel now right. or never. Yeah, no, yeah, we're yeah, no. You know, I would say you know been there, but you know that's no, so. no, second base. Okay. Yes. <laughs> second base. <laughs> All right, let's let's get off let's get off the stealing of second base and in the Astros. But uh let's move college football. Uh oh man next kind of big uh sporting group to join us this fall is gonna be college football early August. And uh we've even got another some week zero games, but uh some stellar week one games that include your boys. But uh college football, man, I'm I don't know what it, I think last year I was so excited for it to like be back that like I forgot just like how fun college football season is and you know I'm I'm thrilled and I got to ask too man I mean I feel a little bad I mean you're a graduated man you're out of, you're out of college town I mean college football is going to look a little bit different for you and unfortunately I've only got one more year you know sitting in that student section completely sober so you know I I ask you you know where God, what are you feeling coming into this fall? Is you're probably a little sad. You you know what? I have to say it. It is <laughs> devastating, honestly. Those were the best times ever. That student section, those football traditions. I mean, I have so many game day outfits that it's gonna be questionable when I wear those again. I will say, actually, yesterday I was looking at this, and this is like the one bit of hope I'm excited for is. There's like three different bars in Denver that are Oregon football bars. And nice. it's like on Saturdays, they rent it out. They have all ducked out gear and everything. So you're going to, you can count on seeing me there. And besides that, you know, it's really hard because I'm going to miss it, but I still love it. And, and I, I have it right here in all caps, 52 days until the season wow. is back. 52 days that doesn't even seem that far away you depending on how you look at it that doesn't seem that far away and like you said my goal actually I should be at the Oregon Georgia football game because I'm telling you right now 
I'm telling you right now, we're going to upset the reigning national champs, not with Bo Nix, but my boy, Ty Thompson. Wow. Yeah. You're going to go to that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. You're going to count me there. I just got getting my plane ticket soon. Just copped my football ticket. No way. That's going to be so sick. Well, I was going to say you've got one game to go to because the Ducks are coming to Boulder this year. And there's the second. And we better beat them down. Yeah, better. You better. You better. It's, gonna, it's uh, all I'm saying is right now. You better speaks. Hey, I we choke a lot of games. We play up to our potential. That's why I'm. I, I have to say I'm more confident about the Georgia game than CU. We we prove that we can do like it in that. big games. But yeah, we I like that. We, we really know how to choke these horrible games. And for some reason, if the Big Twelve chooses us or choose to see you over us at the moment, that's going to sting. We're going to come in bitter to see you, and we're going to choke it. I'm just going to call it right now. But we might already yeah. be up because we beat Georgia. I don't, I don't even know. Personally, let, let, let me let me just throw this out there right now. As an Oregon I football going, fan, I agree. yeah, I, I am – I am flabbergasted. We're just gonna go with that word right now. I don't. I don't even know what to think. I. I don't. I don't know where <laughs> where you wanted me to go with it, but I don't either. I was shocked where you were going with that, so I disagree. <laughs> it is just like I'm excited for this season, but I need some clarity right now. I just need to know where yeah. our future is. I need to know where we're gonna be. I mean, you hear these different rumors every day of a Power Four conference, us going to. I've heard we've got accepted to the Big Ten, and I've heard we've got rejected by the Big Ten. I've heard we've same thing with the Big Twelve. I heard I've heard some random ACC stuff. Like I just want to know at this point so I can feel good because you know, regardless of what's happening, I'm gonna be there watching every Saturday. But I just I I need to know where we're gonna be. Yeah, no, I I don't blame you. I mean, I I would I would be, you know, just kind of nervous, excited but just anxious, you know, in those shoes. And I, I, uh, I feel for you. I think like uh, we talked about this on the last one, I think Oregon's got the ball club and the history to, to have their football team bring them to the big 10, hopefully. And that's, that's my hope. I would, I would love that. I mean, Iowa, Oregon every year. I mean, we'd be going to that every year, like selfishly, like I would love the big 10, but I mean, it's just, I mean, there's probably so much business stuff that goes on way above what we're thinking. So I don't know. I think, I think goal number one has got to be to just get out of the PAC 12. And I think even at this point, the big 12 is going to look better than the PAC 12, just because of, I think the big 12 is going to try to grab some other pieces. And I think it, I think it's, it's going to happen soon. Like I think the ball is rolling everywhere that like agreed schools and conferences are jumping on it. Like they're not waiting on things. Like on part of my take the other day, they were talking about how they're like, they're like, sometimes things move slow. Cause like, literally like these people that are making these decisions are like people and like families. And they're like going on vacation. They're like, they're not like stalling on this stuff. And I was like, that's a good point. But I'm like, should they be able to go on vacation at times like this? Like, I don't, I don't think so. Like, I think that's kind of selfish of them. Like the whole college football world's looking at them and they're choosing their family over it. Like that's kind of selfish. Horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. God. Kind of cheating. Second base. Yeah, so I don't know. I will we'll look and see where Oregon ends up. Um, do but you want to go I, into? Go yeah, ahead. I was gonna say where 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 were you? I, I want to hear where you wanted me to, or where were you thinking I was going with that? 
Oh yeah. I was thinking you were going to say, just talking about, you know, sometimes you live up to the hype. Sometimes you don't. I was going to say between the two games between Georgia and CU, I think you go one and one in those games. I, I think if you beat Georgia, you're, there's no way you're winning in Boulder. I don't I think you're ready I completely agree. I, I completely you, agree. I think if you get curb stomped by Georgia, I mean, watch out, Ralphie. I mean, you better start running early because those ducks <laughs> are going to be flocking in there pretty pretty quick. They're going to need that game, and they're going to be there. They're going to be there on the jump. I could not agree more. I I I, I could personally see you sucks at football. But they beat us. They, I think it was my freshman year. No, it was the year before I went, and I was watching it live. Um, or I was watching it in my uh living room, and I was getting stoked for Ducks games because I just chosen to go to Oregon over CU. And I was, you know, dogging all my friends like, oh yeah, I made the best decision and everything. And I still remember this. I'm scarred from this, so screw every Buff fan who listens to this. There was this corner end zone, like one handed catch. By this CU <laughs> wide receiver that. that I have, I swear in a, a million tries, that would never happen again. That was like the game winning catch. And I got so much hate because it was right after my decision to go to Oregon. And I had to question a lot of different things. And I will say, if we go two and oh, I will, I will 100%. I mean, that honestly, sorry, that's not possible. We are going to go one and one in these two games. And I just need to make oh, sure that we do not go 0 and 2 and if we do Oof. it is it is going to be a questionable alumni fandom for my ducks even once Cristobal is gone but it's not going to happen we're going to go 1 and 1 we're going to beat georgia if not ralphie i'm sorry you're screwed we're coming in hot yeah. but yeah. it's 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 going to be an exciting season and i mean for you too mace that we forget that last year you guys were we're ranked second. What was it? Second or third at one point? Oh, we were number two. We were you, number you, two, kid. You are. Yeah. You, 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 you're a good number two. You, you fit number two well, but damn it. We yeah. were not number two. You, you guys, you yeah. guys knew how to be up there. And I, not for long, but it was impressive. Right. And you guys, you guys know, you, you guys are good. You know, and I think that's why we fit number two so well is because we knew we didn't deserve it. Uh, there's always an early top four team in the first seven weeks that people are like, no shot, you know? And when I was there, I was like, no shot. And they got out of there in a, in a jump. I mean, they went six and oh, and boom, they go six and two and they're hanging on to the top 25. So yeah, no shot, but they're a great number two. Uh, I was one of the great, you know, mysteries of college football of just how consistent they can be year in and year out and just teeter on the the edge of being mediocre and being great. And they're just kind of consistently good, which yes. they always beat the teams they should, except for two mm-hmm. games. They beat one team they shouldn't, and they beat one team, or they lose to one team that they should. And that's pretty much how their seasons go almost every year. And it's kind of fun because I get used to it every year. And then when you predict the schedule, you're like, okay, it's it's either this or that. There's There's not a whole lot of leeway, so – it's fun. It's fun. Are we, are we a top, top tier program? Yes. Are we, you know, a number two team in the country? Yes. Are we going to compete for the playoffs? Probably not. No, no. Let me ask like you this. That. Let's, let's get, let's go. Uh, you want to do playoff predictions? Should we just start oh, off with cool. a bang? Cause All like right. I said, I've got a team in there that it might be in some people's, but I, 
I like them. They've got a potential to be our our college football podcast team. I they've got I would love to. I would. You know what? You uh, let me hear it because I I would actually very much like to hear your take on this. Okay, I'll start from the top, going down to the bottom. They're the four okay. seed. I'll be honest. Okay. But I've got the Alabama Crimson Tide. Okay. okay. Call me. Call me a loser. Call me straight shooter. But it's just gonna happen. I've okay. got the. The Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, they're out there one year. You and Gil can lick your wounds. They, you just, I mean, you can watch those highlights in your bed for years to come because it's not happening for years to come. Ohio State's coming back. I mean, the, almost the worst thing Michigan could have done was beat them because now you got to go through years and years of just not losing. So the Ohio State at number two. Number three, I think maybe might be the best team in the country. Defending national champ, Georgia Bulldogs. We're going to see how they look week one, make some decisions then. Going to leave that there. Number four, okay, ACC, potential Heisman, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Okay, now before you say something, the Demon Deacons (laughs) are are a big shock team. They were 11-3 and last year. They're virtually losing no one. They're in the ACC that's at one of its weakest points, but it has some teams in there that if you beat them and they turn out to be good enough, you can build a resume with an undefeated run or a one loss and get into the playoffs. Now, I say that because I don't think anyone from the Pac-12 will go. I don't think anyone from the Big 12 will go. I don't think OU or Texas is good enough. I agree. Now, that leaves the SEC – in the Big Ten, and I don't think that the SEC gets more than two teams. It's virtually impossible. And with the Big Ten West, that literally leaves someone like Wisconsin, Iowa, or Minnesota to go and beat like an undefeated Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship to get in, and I don't think that happens. Now who's left? You've got some Power Fives. You've got the ACC, where I look. And I'm taking the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Now, there's one thing you're going to have to watch out for. Okay. September 24th speaks. September 24th. Remember the date. I'm marking it. Week four college football. We're going to be in our past, just just nearing the end of our honeymoon phase of the college football season. We're kind of getting our boots in the ground. You know, we're ready to go. We're week four. Clemson Tigers are coming in to play the Demon Deacons at home. So it's going to be on ABC. It's going to be a night game. They'll both be 3-0 and coming into it. That game will decide the future of the college football season and maybe the whole conference alignment. Because watch out for Wake Forest, man. You know, people in the Big Ten and the SEC are going to be reaching for them at the end of this year. I know that's that's some big takes right there. But, you know, this this is – it's homegrown takes. It's an Astros it's podcast. It, 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 might be a, it might be a Wake Forest podcast. I don't know. That's that's just kind of where I'm at. You know, I have to say, I I I really love everything you said right there. You know, it's there's there's a lot of really really exciting things, and you know, I'm actually gonna go reverse order you did because of that game. You said it was September 24th. Yeah, September 24th. I have Clemson beating Wake Forest. Wow. And taking, taking that number four spot 
in the college football playoffs. <laughs> I, Look, looks I, like we're going to have to put a little wager on this, We are going to have to put a little money on this. I, I am telling you, my Heisman QB over there at Clemson, <laughs> DJ whatever his name is, that Heisman right there, he is going to take down those damn Deacons. I, I, don't, I don't think you realize they still went – 10 and three last year and everyone said Clemson fell off they still went 10 and three and beat your your rivals Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl but I still think cake yeah like exactly and they have that same team they have Debo uh, Dabo Debo wow (laughs) and (laughs) I truthfully think that that's gonna be a very exciting game for us because I think they take that one I think that locks them in at the number four. So we're going to, we did, I, I apologize. We are just an Astros podcast at the moment. That may, that may be part of the wager right there. And then in a little different order, I have to go Ohio state. I won't say the full name at number three, the Ohio state. I got the bulldogs defending champs at number two. Cause I love my ducks. I think we got a chance. I think that's the only reason George is not in it. And I think we I, I, I think we could be a sleeper on it, but you know, new coach, new program, new team. We're definitely not gonna be in the college football playoffs. I just sure. I like our team excuses. a lot. A lot, way too many. And then you obviously can't go wrong with the number one. You know, it's Alabama every single year. You know what that's a given, but I think the number four is a for sure lock. And I think I- that that orange that 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 orange is gonna crush that stupid black and gold that's on Wake Forest. I can't even begin to describe how excited I am for September twenty fourth at this point. I mean, that's something out of a storybook. I mean, everyone listening to this podcast heard it here first. That game will that game one of those two teams is gonna be sitting in the playoffs, and one of those quarterbacks on one of those sidelines is gonna be lifting the Heisman trophy near the end of the year. So, wow. I mean, I saw, here's the thing is we were agreeing on a lot of stuff. We were rolling. We were in a good groove that we, this officially became an Astros podcast. It did. And when I brought up the demon Deacons and people aren't going to see it, but I saw, I saw that twinkle in your eyes and I thought, Oh boy, there it is. He doesn't have what I have. He's got something else. And I thought it was no wake Forest is going to be bad. Something else, let alone does he have the same, same game that I'm pinpointing and he's got them playing each other and he's got the other team. So I, uh, I couldn't be more excited for September 24th. Should we put a, should we put a wager on it? I let, let's do it live. Let's do it on here. Good, good. And let's let two. I was just looking. Iowa is playing at Rutgers that day and Oregon's playing at Washington state, both games. They should win. They'll probably both lose. Now that I'm saying that knock on wood, but yeah. let alone, Neither of those games are going to be the most exciting game that weekend. I like agree. I said, it's going to be a 6:30 game on ESPN, and we're going to be dealing with this live wager that by then probably has gone up a few. Maybe we, maybe we have we're double or nothing that. by then. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I think I think the first part of this wager needs to be who's going to be this podcast team. It, it, it's got to be whoever sure. wins that game. I think that's fair. And I think, I think this podcast can, will not claim a college football team until the Wake Forest Clemson game. And the winner of that will be, that is going to be the homegrown takes 
podcast bowl game week four. We've officially claimed that that's the homegrown taste podcast bowl game week four. So there you have it. You got a bowl game week four in September. It, it's it's even bigger than the playoffs, if you ask me, quite honestly. Yeah, it's an early playoff entry, if you will. It's, it's a nice little teaser of, dare I say, the national champion. Wow. Wow. So that we're going to leave that at that. Let's <laughs> let's let's place a wager on this, Speaks. And I think All the right. only fair way for us to do this is to think of a number in our head that we're willing willing to bet a you know x amount that we say if if clemson wins i give you that amount of money and then vice versa and the only fair way is to both think of something in our head that we feel is a fair amount and to say it out loud and i feel the only fair way after that is to go with the higher amount i like no matter what it is and we just kind of trust we're in the same area Let's let, shall we count down from three? I, I've got it locked in my head already. I do too. I do too. All right. So I'll go three, two, one, and then and then we'll say it. All right. All right. I'm ready. Okay. This is for the HGT podcast bowl game, September 24th, Wake Forest versus Clemson. Three, two, one. 50. I love wow. it. I love it. I was about to say 50. I was about to say 50. (laughs) I love it. At the very end, I changed it. (laughs) We're throwing 100 down on the game of the year, September 24th, to determine this podcast football team and truthfully, who is, who has the better hot takes. I know know my boy's coming in clutch. I know my Heisen's going to win me 100. And, you know, maybe I'll even be generous and buy you some Clemson gear with that hundred bucks like that. That could be, that could be a nice, you know, a little gift for you. Here's what I say is if I win, sorry, when I win the bet, I'm going to throw those $100 immediately down on Wake Forest to win the ACC. I like that immediately that night, like that. the night of September 24th. And I will take those winnings after they win the ACC and I will buy a Wake Forest Jersey for this. Wow. Podcast. Wow. There. There you have it. Wow. See, you know, I'm I'm committed out here. And this hundred dollars that I can just I, I see it right here sitting right next to me. Like I can just visualize yeah. it. I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna be crazy because I'm a double down on not only winning the ACC, but DJ winning the Heisman. And then on top of that, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna make my own shirt. And rather than DJ holding up the Heisman, he's going to be holding up a trophy where I'm, I'm pretty much just my, my, my head's going to be on top of yours and I'm, I'm going to wear it for every single episode until the season's over. Wow. I mean, could, could you be more excited for September 24th than you are right now speaks? I don't think I'm going to sleep until then. I think the countdown of 52 days to college football, we need an active countdown to, to the September 24th. Podcast. Oh, yes. And maybe every 10 days or so, we are going to throw some highlights in, in the Instagram just to get people ready. Like 34 days, HGT podcast. Bowl. Wow. You want to hear something 20, really six. weird? Like, the, like this is just more storybook. I just searched how many days until September. And the first number that came up was 24th. That 
That that right there just says something. We have 74 days until this historic day comes in. I I I am very ready. Fans, I think I think you're in for a ride. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait till you join me on this Clemson bandwagon and it's going to be a lot of fun, I have to say. All right, let's get off this Deacons Tigers debacle let's 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 dive into our teams a little we touched on Oregon a little bit you want to maybe give me a prediction an overview for for the Ducks I'll let you kind of handle this and let me say before this starts I love Bo Nix there Mm. I love Bo Nix there I do the kid's a great kid he's a is he's I describe him in a way that I don't describe many people but he's a winner even though he didn't win a whole lot at Oregon or at, at Auburn he's a winner he is going to win games for you. See, and I recall the, him doing that early in his career in a big game against a team that you know very well. That goes by the Oregon Ducks. He beat your alma mater in in Dallas, I believe it was, in a big game. And that was I was like, he's a fucking winner. And what did he did? He was like, I feel bad for Oregon after beating them because I liked them. I'm gonna go play for him. And you're going to tell me after he beat you, you're going to let him come in and not even start? It was a lucky game. Okay. All right. Just give me your Oregon takes. I can't <laughs> stand this Clemson nonsense. <laughs> the reason I'm not uh, – I'll say this. The reason I'm not high on Bo Nix is because of Ty Thompson. It's not even like a knock against Bo Nix personally. Like I just genuinely think I've now seen him – I know it's dumb in like the spring game in like the late situations of, you know, just garbage minutes and everything, his high school highlights, everything. The way he throws the ball is just special. Like I love watching him out on that field. He looks like a quarterback. He has great connections and relationships with all the O-line and the tight ends, especially he's homies with both of the tight ends, which I absolutely love. I think he sat there long enough when he should have started over Anthony Brown. And it was a tease to me because I absolutely hated Anthony Brown. I hope that man never gets drafted to the NFL. He's horrible. But I really think Damn. that yeah, he's awful. He's horrible. He should never have. Right. The, the only reason he stayed in was because he beat Ohio State and he had a decent game there. But that's true. Ty Thompson, I think, is going to help us. Are you ready for this? Uh-oh. make it to the Pac-12 championship. But I USC looks insane. I think Lincoln Riley. <laughs> How about Utah, man? You afraid of Utah at all? <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling, dude, I hate watching Utah play too. I hate their quarterback. I'm not, buying in on, I'm not buying in on the Utes, man. I mean, people are predicting the Utes to, I mean, some polls have them at fifth right now. I mean, that, yeah. No, that's a lot. I, I don't buy. Yeah. I don't buy the Utes. No, I. I don't think. I don't think they got it. I think personally that we have the chance to. We we will beat Utah. I I, I believe that. I think last year's team was a bit of a fluke, and it was not a fluke. That we just sucked last year. Our team was awful. Like they beat us twice, and they showed how bad we were that second game. That was just sad. It's true. But I think we beat Utah. I just don't think we beat USC. I think Caleb Williams is that good. I think USC has the players around them to do it. Uh, they got that transfer from Pitt, uh, which that dude's insane. And then I, I do think Rank, Lincoln Riley, as much as I dislike him, I think he's a really good coach, and I think they take the Pac-12. I think we meet him in the Pac-12. 
Maybe we have one loss in there. It's either going to be Georgia or CU. Second loss is coming in the Pac-12 championship. Going to make it to a New Year's Six Bowl. And I think we're going to end up taking that one and proving a little bit more that we're back on our horses from last year. Good. I like that. It's going to be, you think, like, how are you guys going to be able to replace those defensive losses, man? I mean, losing Thibodeau oh. is going to be tough. I mean, you feel you feel all right with the defense? I see that twinkle in your eyes. Yeah, yeah there it is. Our, the biggest problem we had, because I love Thibodeau, and he shined brightest in the big lights. That's the thing is no one saw him when he wasn't, when we weren't on, like, national TV, like, we were watching those games. He only cared about the big games. Like, he would only try on those big ones, so I got to see what our defense was a mm. little more like in some of those games. Our DBs sucked, and we reloaded so well this year. We have some guys we're bringing back that I truly think they can step up and make a big difference. Mikhail Wright, he's our cornerback. I love him. He returns our kicks, too. I think he's going to have a huge year. I think we got some really good DBs. We still got Noah Sewell. We got Justin Flo coming back. I think our defense is actually going to be even better next year. Look at that, man. Watch out for them ducks, then. Watch out for them freaking ducks. Like I said, they're going to be squawking around. Better watch out. I'm all in on ducks week one, man. I mean, I, I hate Georgia, so I'm all in on ducks. Let's do it, brother. Let's do it. Let, let's hear about your Hawkeyes. Like I said, man, I mean, they're like your typical textbook. I mean, you know what you're going to get out of them every time. You know, it's not flashy. It's the same old, same old. They they start with uh, a couple easy games. Iowa State's coming into town. That the game's never easy, but I, I feel like we can should be able to win that. Jackson, poor Jackson was talking to me, you know, it's a disgrace. We got to play Nevada each year. We've got, we get Nevada this year, which is great. Uh, <laughs> Josh roasted him saying, you know, even though Nevada's beaten CSU. So we beat CSU last year, but it was damn close. And Jackson, will, close Jackson will remember that game was way too close for my liking, but uh, I think they, they've got a tough schedule. They've got Michigan coming to town mm-hmm. uh, week, week four. no, week five, I believe. And, uh, that, yeah. that'll be fun just because everyone here hates Michigan. So it'd be fun to get a, hopefully some rivalry. Tell you this much, that game goes one of two ways. And it all depends on the color of the sky when the game is underway in the second half. If it's a day game, you can, you can better kiss your ass that Michigan's coming out of there with the dub. If it's a night game at Kinnick early season, black and yellow stripe, the Hawkeyes are going to go do their thing. That that's their game. That's that is their motto, man. I mean, it's it is, it's too easy. But uh, we're going up to Columbus this year. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be up in Columbus. I'm going to be in oh, the shoe. Yeah. Can't pass up the opportunity. Some of the boys are going up. Uh, I can't see us coming out of there with a dub. However, however, mm. if we lose to Michigan and we have another loss. Therefore, like the season is like just kind of we're not going to be that good. I think we beat. I think we beat them. I, like I don't that. know why. I like I said that it right here. Yeah, but then I think they they probably finish maybe nine and three if they can take care of Wisconsin and, and Minnesota. Um, they maybe they maybe earn themselves a chance to the Big Ten title game again just because of how bad the West is. It all kind of depends on who you beat, uh, how many wins you get if you beat. The teams at the top, you normally earn the tiebreaker because they'll lose a couple games too. So I, I say nine and three. I'm gonna say they don't make the Big Ten championship this year just because they did it last year. Uh I don't know. 
I'm not, I'm, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. Uh, defense is going to be great. I think the offense will be a little bit better, but uh, tough schedule. Michigan and Ohio State on there. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just touching even back on a little bit. That's why I don't think Pac 12 is ready. Like, like that night game in Iowa, that is a tough yeah. game. It's a that, trap. Uh, yeah. No, I completely agree. And I mean, you know, I'm a Michigan fan. I, I, I like that take a lot. I think that could be very true. I think it'll be, like you said, I don't think you're losing more than three games. I don't think you're winning more than 10, 11. Yep. I'll, give you, I'll give you the 11. Now, that'll be a good season. But, no, I, I am very excited. You know, I mean, I miss college football more than anything. I'm jealous to get another year of it. Um, going to Columbus is going to be something special. And I have a feeling you're going to at least be at one college game day. So, that's going to be – that's going to be an exciting time for you. I'd love to get one, man. I'd love to get one out here, especially if we could get a Michigan. That'd be pretty fun. So I'd enjoy the hell one. out of that. Yeah. Hey, maybe you come out for the Michigan game. Hey, hey, you know what? I got a little more time now. There, there's some opportunity on the weekends, and uh, maybe I'll rep my uh, my maize and blue out there. I got I got a couple uh, pockets uh, living back at home. So that that, that might have tough. to be a good one. That'd be a fun one to come to. I will have to say that is, would. you could, you could be teaming up with Gil. At least you'd get someone in the maize and blue, even though he won't admit oh. it. He might be having his maize and blue. I think he'll be going for the Hawkeyes at home, but you know, he's got a soft spot for him. Y'all know Gil, Gil, if, if I make it out there, you got to ride with me, man. We're, we're, we're doing this together. We're bleeding that Wolverine maize and blue. And we're going to, you, you know, we have the shot. It just depends on the time, but we're, 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 I'm getting Gil on my side. I like that. I like that a, a poor lot. Poor kid, man. I mean, that that's a tough decision. I, I gotta say, I'd be disappointed if he went Michigan, but more just I mean, he would never hear the end of it from out here. I mean, he might have your support for a weekend, but he'd be a lone soldier by by the next week. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, that's that tough. That's tough for an Iowa student. Like honestly, Gil, I would never agree with me, but you, if I'm out there, I better expect you in Michigan clothes. Nothing else. Nothing less. We'll see. We both got some fun games on the schedule, which is always fun. Like you said, college football is going to be a blast. It's going to be a good time. Uh, you want to jump into Heisman? Let's maybe let's, a Heisman prediction, and and then we uh, finish it yeah. off. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. And you know, I got, I got two that. I got, I got my three, and I hate to do it because they're just all quarterbacks. Um, I just think this year it's a quarterback filled year. Um, I mean, it's pretty damn hard to go against the reigning Heisman, Bryce Young. I mean, as a freshman, he looked insane. He can honestly do so many different things. He knows he has the same team. I mean, Alabama looks insane. I I, I don't want to praise him too much because I don't love it, but I think Bryce Young's number one. I think CJ Strout. As much as I hate him, I think he's so talented. I think that dude's going to ball out this year. And I actually do think he's going to come in second. And then I have number three. I am just so bought into him. I have DJ. I I think DJ's raising it up this year. I think he's going to lead him to the championship. I can't tell you what's going to happen then, but I think DJ's taking it this year. Yeah. Yeah, you you on your Clemson boys. Uh, I gotta say, I I agree with agree with those picks. I uh, I think C.J. Uh, Stroud, Ohio State's gonna come in third. Uh, 
I think he's, I think he's lights out. I think if, if he ends up staying another year after this, then I think he makes the jump to win the Heisman. I just think with the two guys that are ahead of him, in my opinion, it's going to be tough. And, and Bryce Young coming at, at the two, I mean, that guy basically is playing in the exact same system with some of the same guys, some better offense linemen getting to learn again from, um, you know, Saban and all that. So, and he's only going to get better. Um, but I, I don't, I don't think he wins. I, I think there's a guy from down South named Sam Hartman from the Wake Forest Demon Deacons that he's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder. He's going to be what people thought Sam Howell was going to be a few years ago at UNC. And, mm. uh, let me just, I mean, he threw for 33 passing touchdowns last year, over 4,000 yards had 11 rushing touchdowns. I mean, he's up there with the best of the best. And if he leads the Demon Deacons to the promised land where I think they'll go, I don't think you strip that from him. I think even if Bryce Young is the best player and wins the natty, but Sam Hartman gets Wake Forest the playoffs with the season he would have to have to get them there, he'll win the Heisman. So, it, again, September 24th. September 24th is a big day. Huge day. Um, that sounds good. Man, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, but that, that kind of finishes up our, uh, our takes there. And, and we're going to jump in. We, we like uh, kind of hearing from our fans. So we're going to try to be doing more fan questions each week. Feel free to submit. We'll, we'll throw a poll up there if we forget. Uh, just DM us. We like to answer fan questions no matter kind of what they're about. Uh, our boy from back home, Cyrus Bobo, Bobo, messy brother. Uh, hope you're doing well. Um, he's asking us, uh, nuggets draft and, 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 uh, some trade grades, um, speaks. I'll throw that to you as, as our nuggets official nuggets rep here on the podcast. Let's, let's hear your grades for the, for the trades and, and the, the draft picks. True. True. You know, I guess I got that that level now um i have to say i love and i said it you know earlier our draft picks cb christian brown um chris brown i mean like whatever you want to call him he's he's good i don't know how much i love him right now after we've now seen two summer league games with him um he's got some athleticism some raw talent the one who i really do like more um i really do like peyton watson i know he, he was looks good yeah, well, I know he was hated at the draft because, you know, he didn't play a ton at UCLA. But again, like I said, he grew like, I think it was like eight inches in one year and went from point guard to a four. And he had to learn so many new, like, positions, skills, become more of a shooter, become more of a big man. Like, he's got the handle. He has the tools to be the best player we've drafted out of this class. And I think he has a chance to, like I said, it's a wing league. I think he can really fit well into it. And I like that pick a lot. Um, trades wise, this is one thing I really want to say. And it also came out depending on what happens to Donovan Mitchell today. I got to go back to the evil genius who was once in Boston and is now at the front office of Utah Jazz. I give an A to the Rudy Gobert trade on the Jazz side and a C to yeah. ah, I'm going to go a B minus to um, Minnesota because yeah, their starting five looks insane. looks awesome. They traded away their future, not fully yeah. their future, their depth. They gave away so many picks. The jazz right now, I saw something that was like loaded. We're like, I think they have like 
seven extra first round picks in the next like three years which is just like <laughs> such a such a Danny Ainge move like I just give them I, like four to like seven <laughs> years and they're gonna be dangerous literally and I think they're gonna get rid of Donovan Mitchell like I know that just came out today and it's probably like m- much more likely at this point but like I just know the type of GM Danny Ainge is he's gonna just clean house and get them such a young team and i I've seen it work in Boston. It's definitely going to work in Utah. Um, I think, you know, some other big trades that have happened. I don't know how I feel about the DeJounte Murray, Trey Young one. I think that could be interesting. I think it'll be exciting. I don't know how well it will work out, but that could be pretty fun to see. Um, And then the biggest trade that's still waiting to happen, KD, I, I have no idea. I saw he's completely ghosted the nba and everyone at this point so something better happen soon and i want it to happen soon because that's going to be exciting when it drops but no it's been a good off season um i'm excited for the nba season like we said with everything else i'm really excited for nuggets basketball i mean obviously you know (laughs) working for them now has been too much fun uh been been literally talking nuggets every day and i think it's going to be a really good season for us so cyrus miss you Hope, hope everything's doing well. That's that's what I got for you today. It's a good question. I agree. I like all that speaks. Uh, been coming from uh, one of your boys out in out in Oregon, Kalen. Uh, Kalen's uh, yeah. been a proud, proud and loud hater of most and all Denver sports on our podcast. Uh, so Kalen, um, can't say I appreciate all your takes, but I appreciate your engagement son so keep that up but uh Kalen Kalen wants us to talk NBA finals uh Speaks mentioned he's a Warriors fan so uh we're not just going to come here and suck off the Warriors Kalen I apologize this is an Astros podcast and nothing else right now so but he's he's wants to know what we thought about the NBA finals it was a great finals obviously heartbreaking for Speaks but it, it, from an NBA perspective it was a great finals it was mm-hmm. a good playoffs mm-hmm. um and and where Steph ranks right now in, in kind of your all-time He's wondering, is he top five? Yeah, no, I'm just going to leave it as it was good for the NBA in the finals, nothing else. Um, Steph is top 10. He's not top five. I think this made him top 10. I think he was outside the top 10 before. Um, I will say I think he is the greatest point guard of all time with respect to how he changed the game, not just his accolades, his shooting, I mean, it, it, specifically his shooting. Like, when you think about it, the NBA is such a three-point shooting game that they're talking about four point, a four-point line now. And that's because of Steph and what he's done to the game. So because of that impact and, like, uh, taking account, obviously, those accolades and all the other pieces, definitely top 10, not top five, greatest point guard of all time. Yeah, I agree. I could care less about the Warriors. I'm tired Same. of winning. So, yep, we're done. Appreciate with the that. engagement, Kalen, but we're done there. Um, <laughs> now to something we're both pretty excited about. Something new. <laughs> I'm gonna let Speaks Speaks kind of introduce it and and get it rolling. But uh, this is gonna be a weekly thing that we do now. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, this is something that I feel like as we keep, you know, trademarking lots of things in this podcast, as we are now a Houston Astros podcast. We've come up with a new idea where every week we're going to talk about our heroes and our villains for the week. You know, could be something very simple, positive, sports related, whatever we want. But 
right now, you know, we have two heroes and villains each, just, just you know, to make sure that we're, we're on the same page. Um, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll start with, sh- should I start with the villain? or let, Let's go ahead and start with the hero. We'll start on a positive note. Mm-hmm. So my first hero you know, it's it's pretty out there at this point, but it's he's still a hero. He's he's a hero for a lot of people. Is Zach Wilson? You know, yeah. I think what he's done for he's got that dog in him. He's got he dog. He knows that. You know, honestly, I would I would throw a lot of money on the justice here. I'm just saying that right now. That man is one of a kind, and New York, you are lucky to have him. Just gonna leave it on that for at the moment. My other hero is the Cleveland Browns. And it's because they oh. let they let Baker free. They they let that man go and they're giving yeah. him another chance. And you know, honestly like I was just feeling bad for Baker for a while. So I feel like the Browns came in and they just kind of became a hero this week and they're like, "You know what? We're done being petty. He brought us to the playoffs. We'll let him go get another chance and we'll see how it is week 1." So I'm going to go with the Browns. Sure. I love those. I love both of those. Um, I went, I went close to your heart, but you know, learning from this podcast, maybe it's not as close, but, uh, my hero and kind of my good guy of the week, uh, Bo Nix, Bo Nix, uh, just got married, um, to his, uh, to his girlfriend. Um, congratulations, Bo, uh, seems like just a great guy on the social medias was stalking him there for quite some time. Uh, as I've described him many times before, uh, just a winner all around. And he won that marriage by far, uh, just good guy. So Bo Nix, my hero of the week. Um, and number two, um, Richard Jefferson, Richard Jefferson, uh, Love just that began one. officiating the NBA <laughs> summer league. Um, he, he looked like he was very comfortable. He's a very, he's a great character around the NBA and just around the Completely league agree. Love his TikToks and his takes. And he's great on, uh, you know, the NBA shows and stuff, but Richard Jefferson is also, my second hero of the week and congrats to Richard. Uh, hope to see him ref in some real NBA games. That would be pretty lit. I think he he'd get the crowd going, you know, oh, maybe yeah. like a Ed McCauley of uh, the NHL, you know, some guy that like gets people going. So uh, Richard Jefferson, uh, my, my second hero of the week. Um, he gets the and people I'm, I'm going. Gonna, he does. And I, I'm going to butt in if that's right speaks and go villain, just because I think timing wise, I need to get this off, but I've got two villains both connected, uh, Abby Guile and Dax Milne. Uh, for reference, that's uh, <laughs> that's our boy Zach Wilson's uh, ex-girlfriend, who's a snitch of all snitch, and Dax, who completely has no idea what the bro code is and went for his best friend's uh, ex-girlfriend months after they were done dating. Um, so, Zach, do whatever you need to do to keep that dog in you, you know, get over dog. your best friend and your ex-girlfriend getting together. Uh, they both, they, they would be the heroes of this, but uh, yeah, screw them. And Dax to tap it all off plays for the commanders. Um, yeah. I don't think he plays at all, but he's on the commander. So if that tells you anything, uh, God, what, what I'd give for a jets uh, commanders week one game though. I mean, the oh, internet man. would explode. Oh, the tickets God. for that game. Oh, the NFL, they, they could make some serious money doing that. I love that. That is your villain. That just fit perfectly. Yeah. They kind of picked <laughs> themselves. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they totally did that to themselves. But, uh, okay, well, 
my villains of the week they're they're two completely unrelated but just felt like it was just something that really you know just grind my gears a little bit was um i don't know if you saw but aaron Rodgers tattoo i hated that thing oh yeah disgusting it literally gave me like Kyrie irving vibes or martin luther irving whatever you want to call him like that was something that would just made absolutely no sense and it's just like aaron Rodgers trying to be extra i hate it and i jackson screw you for picking the packers in the last one i absolutely hate that and then the other one is all right, we're we're just gonna go. This one's this one's just kind of funny, but yeah, I mean, it, I apologize for certain people. Russia, man, just just let Britney Griner go, man. At this yeah. point, it's been long enough, bro. <laughs> they are it's a just, right now. They're just <laughs> they're just being <laughs> salty. Like they don't like really. You want like an M- a WNBA play over there? Like really? Like come on. It, they just want the height at that point. I think that's all they're yeah. searching for. It's just it's just disappointing. But God, yeah, you know a, that's a good villain. <laughs> This is uh this is something we're gonna start to do every week now. So please uh please tune in. We are very excited about this, and you know we're gonna have some really really exciting takes. I have to say, Miller, this was this was a nice this this was a pretty good episode. That was fun, man. That was a blast. Uh, absolutely had a blast. As, as we always say, you know, we more than appreciate your guys's uh questions topics or if you guys want to give some of your heroes and villains and we could you know run through those you know feel free to always dm uh swipe up on the stories but uh it's good to be back speaks you know i feel like we're in our groove we got we got our boots in the ground uh i guess you know maybe one last welcome to the astros you know for stealing this podcast is theirs but fairly legal stealing you know american based So welcome, welcome to the Astros. Uh, we've said it plenty of times. September twenty fourth, uh, official homegrown podcast uh, bowl game between Clemson Tigers and the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Uh, a couple Heisman contenders, and we got a hundred dollars on the line there. Um, a lot going on. This was a great episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more content. Uh, but for now, uh, we're deucing out.